Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan Hauser with Evoke Bike. Welcome to Bike Radio, the gravel training and racing edition. If you are new to the channel, welcome. If you've been here before and you're not subscribed, please subscribe. It really helps us out. So Bike Radio is smaller topics that don't need a full episode, anecdotal training tips that come from my own training and racing, from my athletes' training and racing. These drop on Thursdays. Come back on Tuesday for interviews with other coaches, world tour pros, Olympians, just hitters. We have a sick lineup coming. Thank you to everybody who's been on the podcast. We greatly appreciate it all with the purpose of trying to all get faster together. And my last pitch will be, if you are looking for help, hit up the discord. There's a whole community there. And if you post a question there, sometimes people direct message me and say, Hey man, I asked this. You didn't, you didn't answer. Well, if there's a community of people, I'm not coming over the top there to answer over other people that have an answer that I would say or that's better than what I have. So if you want more than just one person's opinion, the Discord is killer. So gravel, training, and racing. If this is your first time at Bike Radio, we kind of hit it fast and dirty. I want to get you the most information as possible. Take with you what you want to do with it and go to the moon. Oh, and last thing, the t-shirts. We are retiring the duck. If you want one, it's one of the best ways to support the podcast. Get it now before they are gone. We're going to be switching over to the astronaut man as our, we'll call him a mascot. So getting back into gravel racing, someone asked me, hey, you're you're doing this again? It wasn't that I didn't want to last year. Last year, I broke two road bikes, had the issue with my seat post seized that took a few, like a week to get it out when I was in Rochester, missed a couple races, got COVID, really did not race last year. So I had my first gravel race coming up. It was the Bluemont gravel race. It was actually gravel grinder nationals, which was the national championships before USA Cycling got involved. So this is, what is this, like the ABA to the NBA? It's like the other league. It's US Endurance. I did it in Kansas once. I flatted. I've had a lot of problems with with gravel racing. So I was super excited to get back out there. Gravel racing is a different beast, and we're going to talk about that race in specific. But in moving up towards it, I was planning on being a five-hour hammer fest, no stops, no feeds. So I was trying to dial in what did I want to do with my sugar water? And that's the first thing I'm going to talk about. And then we're going to talk about positioning in a gravel race, patience in a gravel race, finishing moves, and then really kind of what is it, what do we get out of a race with so much anaerobic training? How do you train for that? Because I truly don't believe it's go out and smash, 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 smash. There's a huge aerobic component to that. And we're going to talk about that at the end of the video. So for a mega training ride, it was going to be a seven hour ride. I had 700 grams of carbs with me. And I ended up purchasing 100 grams at some kind of methy store in the middle of nowhere that I probably won't be going back to. But in terms of fluid, in the Camelback, I don't want to put sugar in there. I think it's going to get funky. I don't mind the water. So Landry does this mega gel bottle. And I've heard other athletes doing this too. A super potent sugar bottle. One 20-ounce bottle had 210 grams of carbs. Then I had 300 grams uh, excuse me, 350 grams of maple syrup, and then a bag of Haribo candy at 90 grams. And then there was another 40 that I've lost somewhere on the count, but I had the screenshot on my phone. I looked back on it was 700 grams plus 100 bar at the store. That's going to be good for this seven hour ride. And I thought that I'd maybe stop again and I just didn't and I wasn't hungry. So the thing that I didn't like, if you want to try the mega gel bottle, my little brain was having a hard time thinking about the gel bottle as food when usually I only use the syrup bottle 
and I'm usually drinking out of the two bottles first. So I usually do 70 grams in each bottle and then have a third bottle in my back pocket. So the Camelback, I totally, I had more water now and the just the concentrated bottle, it's messed with my head. I'm like, wait, am I supposed to be drinking this? But then you have to drink the water also. It just, I know it sounds stupid. And even as I'm recording this, I'm like, dude, you're so dumb. The problem was, and here's my first thing, I didn't have a plan. Normally my plan is, in the first hour, I'm gonna be drinking mostly water for the first 30 minutes, and I'm gonna get my 90 to 100 grams of carbs from the maple syrup. And then as I get to the second hour, I'm drinking my second bottle, which has 70 grams of sugar, and I'm gonna get the other 30 to 50, depending on how hard I'm going, grams from maple syrup. So I know the maple syrup is gonna last me into three or four hours of the ride. And then, Towards the end, unless I'm doing intervals at the end, towards the end I might eat some candy or I might bring extra maple syrup. I usually put these in other videos, so I'm not gonna go into it now. But just that switch of now the bottles weren't normal bottles with only 70 grams, and I had to be drinking more from this Camelback. I didn't plan out when I was gonna be consuming what. And so let's get into the gravel race because that is the first tip. Have a nutrition plan. And I guess the only other thing I would add to the training ride is, of course, on a seven hour ride, I'm taking ketones. I'm still doing smaller doses. Half a bottle is 16 grams. I did a 10 gram dose at hour four and hour six. Totally noticed a difference. So you could get away with one bottle. It's definitely worth taking on these long gravel training and racing rides. So when we, when we got to the race, my plan was that I was going to have the Camelback again, I was just gonna do two normal 70 gram bottles of water and sugar so I could drink those normally and not have this super concentrated um, bottle. And then the, the tactic was the one 350 gram collapsible flask and then the other flask was like 180 grams. And so I was gonna be going back to my nor more normal type of eating and I was shooting for 140 to 150 grams. I knew it was gonna be super, super, super hard. And with gravel, eat and drink when you can because this course was mostly gravel. I would say at least 80% of the time we were on gravel, there was very few paved sections. And if you're on a paved section and not eating or drinking, I think you're missing out on an opportunity to do so. So with everyone going into this race, there was the open category, which was very small. 10 people. Every age group though, there were like 25 and 40 to 44. I think there was 24 and 45 to 49. There was 15 and 35 to 39 maybe. End of the day, total racers was 200. So I'm gonna be honest, I thought that maybe a couple hours in, there'd be 15 of us left. So I was very surprised and kudos to the Bluemont gravel race. Number one, it was really well put on, very organized, very easy to do everything. Three hours into the race, we still had 50 guys in the race. And you're probably saying, oh, well, this, this race must have been pretty easy. For the first two hours, we normalized 4.36 watts per kg for the first two hours. At four hours and 40 minutes when I finished the race, I had averaged a normalized 4.24 watts per kg. So it was a lot of smashing. 21 minutes at VO2 max power. 30 minutes anaerobic, 45 minutes of tempo, 30 minutes of threshold. It was almost an hour at 5.2 watts per kg. I mean, I don't know who all these dudes were, but there were some strong ass people there. 
And there were teams that were rolling and they definitely knew how to race a bike. So have the nutrition plan. I had everything kind of laid out as to when I was gonna take what. And the one thing that I left out of because I wasn't sure exactly when because I wanted to see the courses that unfolded. I figured I would be taking, I brought 48 grams of ketones, the Delta G. I was gonna be looking to take it around hour three, which is normally when I start to feel some fatigue mentally. And then I figured I wanted something at the end, especially just the focus is insane. And you will understand it if you try it. That is the number one comment that I get back is, whoa, this is like the anti-fatigue thing. And you just feel like the riding has been lifted off of your brain. And again, it's food for your brain. And that's a huge reason why these are so effective. Tip number two, have your nutrition plan. Number two, I personally, and I'm not a gravel guru. I have only done a handful of gravel races. You know, I came some street cred, I guess. I came in fifth at Gravel Worlds before COVID. Stay up front more than you would in a road race because there is just gnarliness happening because the road, the roads were very skinny and you're almost in double single file at times, but you have these huge potholes and people moving around and I got cut off a couple times and one dude sent me into a pothole. My bars actually, I had checked, thank goodness, I checked and tightened my bars, had I not, I probably would have totally lost them and maybe been out of the race. They tilted down twice and I tried to pull them up by standing and jerking on and it didn't work. I would stay up closer and even if you're sucking a little bit more wind, I truly believe that that energy is offset by the nervous energy being in this groove and dodging and if you're moving around then you're having to hit the gas even harder and I was trying to stay top five once you get to 10 and it sort of like widens out a little bit, it just gets that much more chaotic. So some people might have a different thought. I know there was one team that they were nearly on the front. I don't know if I would do that all the time, but they were super strong. I mean, they were, they were motoring the group at times and um, yeah, it wasn't easy. So patience, you know, there was a guy that it's gravel. I realize there's no rules. It was one of the first cars coming on. We're like kind of getting ready to all move over and go around this car. So we're going from this to this and around the car. And this guy with aero bars like hits the front and just starts to gas it. And I was like, man, that's, I mean, I, okay, that's an opportunity, I guess. But do you want to be attacking around the car when we have a, I mean, there were still hundred people in this group. I thought that was kind of, I don't know what the word is. And so he missed a turn. So I actually attacked up this little climb. So I'm like, you know what, screw that guy. If that's what he wants to do. Let's try and get the group off the front right now without him. Unfortunately, it didn't work. Luckily, well, on my own error, I got off the front, was there by myself. I'm like, well, people will bridge up. And then I missed a turn and the whole group came. And that was actually great because I just wanted to be back with people anyways. And uh, shout out to Lucas. I met Lucas Liverman, Travis's brother who lives down the road here. We got to chat and back to the race. With that, that goes to my next point, number four. So number three, have patience because you also are gonna to need to be able to smash over these climbs, over hard rollers. You know, rarely is a gravel race, unless you're like in Florida, super, super flat. People are gonna have legs at the end and you need them. And this is if you're trying to be at the pointy end. Know the course details. And I'm not saying that you have to memorize the course, but I had an idea that we were going southwest and then turning east and then you do this little claw and then head east and then go north. It's always right turn. Sometimes the courses get very close together and if you overlap, I have heard of Garmin's or Wahoo's or Carew's, whatever, 
getting confused by that. Like how you download the file can be kind of screwy. And if you're doing multiple laps, it can be weird. And sometimes the finish is slightly different. Have a sense of where you're going. And in the race, know which way you're headed. Because there were times we came to intersections, people didn't know where we were going. And it was, I'm thinking, you know, you got to zoom out on your map and have an idea. Hey, you can't always be looking down like the next turn is this and the next turn is that. You just sort of need to be able to sense what's coming up. So that would really help you out. Okay, so eventually we are Landry. Shout out to Landry. He was a massive help in getting this spoiler alert. We won. Um, he is a very active rider. He attacks. He knows how to counterattack. It's always great to have a teammate that understands how to play the game together unselfishly. And if I would go, couldn't get up the road. We got brought back. Landry would go. And when it was about three hours in, we were like, hey, we're just going to start peppering a couple things. Not going full send. Like, not going super crazy where you're gassed after your attack. Like, just putting some moves up the road. And he had a beautiful move because he got up the road, got Brock back, and then we did this like 180 turn, and he was more in the position to go again. And two guys had gotten off the front. One was definitely very dangerous. And Landry punched it again. And as the group came up to him, I saw an opening right up the left-hand side. I'm like, there's always that thing on your shoulder. It's like, dude, this is it. And gassed it, got in a break with two other guys, uh, I shouldn't say break, got in a move with two other guys, we're looking back, and it seemed like one of those times, because we just made this 180, people were sort of reorganizing, they're getting going, I know a couple people after was like, man, you went and I just couldn't, there were people in front of me I couldn't go, they boxed themselves in, and I was just, those guys were like, someone said to me, he's like, yo, we gotta, like, let's do this, and we bridged up to the other two guys, that was the five, we jettisoned one guy, unfortunately, one guy slid out when a car came out, And we, a car comes out and we try to snake by on the right-hand side because there was no way to just slam on the brakes would have been a bad idea. I don't know what happened to him. We looked back, we like waited a second and the guy's like, hey, do we wait? And I was like, man, I don't want to leave that person, but the whole group's coming. Like we're in a race, like it's unfortunate, but crashes and people run off the course and that's gravel racing. Um, And I, I don't like to be that guy that's like, no one's ever waited for me. But it's true, people don't wait. And so it's a bike race, you just gotta keep going. To finish off my last two comments of the video, and sorry, bike radio is usually 10 minutes or less. This one's a little bit longer with the recap. Watch your opponents. And I don't I really should not post this tip, but I was watching one guy, and I believe I've raced with Jay before. He came in third, and I was noticing that what cog he was pulling in. And I don't know what made me look down there, but I was noticing that. Over the next 40, maybe 40 minutes, his pulls, he started going to an easier gear and he started looking a little bit more tired. And I was like, you know, I think this guy's getting kind of gasped and he looked super fit and was riding really well. And I was thinking, man, I, I, he was the only other guy in the open in the break. The other guy was in an age group, but still the way I race these races is if you're not first, you didn't win the open. Even if someone registers as the age group, if I'm going to try and win this thing, I want to actually be the first human being across the line. So we hit an incline and he had just pulled. And here's my second to last or my last tip. So I noticed that he, he probably is a little bit fatigued. This might be a good time to go. Don't go full send on the attack. Maybe sometimes throw out a couple testers. And this one, I just punched it, but definitely left something in reserve because if I punch it full gas and the guy who might also be watching me notices that I'm kind of running out of gas as I get to the top of this climb and he punches over me, I just put myself in a bad position and I might get countered by both guys, you know, because I don't know if he's totally smoked 
Well, he was a little bit. We, we set a gap. And then the other guy that I was with was in an age group, but he had been riding really well all day. And so with maybe 12 miles to go, I attacked him. I knew it was a long sustained climb. It was a VO2 max effort that I just got in the zone, made sure I was I stayed seated, had really good traction. I want I could look back. It was probably like a 12% grade. And for people that was in the race, it's the one that went up, round to the left, you hit the pavement and then took a right and then kind of went up a little bit more, I believe. So have your finishing moves dialed, and these are things you can practice when you're with the people in your hometown that you know and they know you. Because if you can get away from your friends that know how you ride and you can sense each other's when you're riding well and when you're not, you have a much better chance at the poker game when you're at the table uh, play, racing against other people from out of town. So this ride, so much anaerobic that these rides are aerobic training though. When we're doing these long endurance rides, I understand that some people don't have six hours to go ride. It's gonna be really hard to win a five hour race because think about your four hour ride you better be like flying home feeling amazing because an hour later you're going to have to be attacking. And that's just getting in long aerobic rides, getting the aerobic fibers trained because those clear lactate. And that's what you are doing in this race. Gassing, clearing, gassing it, clearing, gassing it, clearing. Read the anaerobic blog that we put out. Training your anaerobic system too much is gonna make you worse at that because you're gonna train your body to create power through the glycolytic pathway, which is not what you want for a race like this. You wanna go, you wanna be aerobic as much as possible. It's way beyond the scope of this video, but read the blogs. We have a ton of free information out there to help you get faster with that. So it's your long rides, it's increasing your FTP with VO2 max work, and then if you need some anaerobic capacity, you can train that, but you gotta do it sparingly. And you know, even a two minute effort is very aerobic. Focus on that. And that's just super, super, super important. I'm gonna post the links to the Strava activity if you, if you wanna look in more detail at the mega training ride. If you wanna look at the race, I did some like, not openers, but just some like test runs before the first race that week before. Feel free to look through, hit us up if you have questions. And good luck with your training. If you've made it this far in the video and you like it, please subscribe to the channel. Please share it. Please tell a friend. If you're on Spotify or Apple just listening, please leave a five-star review. Thank you so much to Hello Blue CBD, AeroFit, Lactigo, Real Mushrooms, LEL Cycling, all the brands that just help me stay on top of my game. I'm so grateful to you all. Good luck with your training. Good luck with your racing. Stoked to get in a road race. Got some more gravel coming up. I heard gravel or uh, amateur Nats is now on a Friday. I don't know when they scheduled that, but now I'm really not sure if I can make that race, which I'm kind of bummed about, but I'm gonna try to do that. And then hitting, hitting up gravel in Ohio and hit us up in the Discord. Thank you guys, good luck. Thank you girls, good luck. Thank you humans. Let's friggin' go. See ya.